This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. So on today's episode, before I even get into my pit and my peak of the week, I am here with my best friend who also helps run and make HC what it is. Sarah came to Pittsburgh this weekend, and she's here, so she's a part of this episode, and so she's going to do her pit and her peak with me. Love it. So happy to be here. Good. I'm so glad to have you. Do you want to... We're also... So first of all, it's Saturday at like 4.30 p.m. We're having some wine. We're having some snacks. How could you not? How could you not? We've had the best weekend. She came into town on Thursday night at like 8.30 p.m. I went and got her from the airport. Yesterday, we had an HC photo shoot. We went out. We got margaritas. We got what some espresso I? martinis. <laughs> Sarah got muscles at the bar. I mean, like <laughs> I feel very judged for this decision, but I promise you, if you saw these muscles, I mean, maybe you're not a seafood person, but if you are, you just, you get my vibe. I don't okay. even have to explain it. Mm-hmm. No regrets. It was a vibe. It was. It was a vibe. <laughs> Not a vibe. Oh, man. Anyways. Um, okay. So, let's get into our pit and our peak. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. What should I start with? Whichever one your heart desires. Um, okay, I'll just look at the bad news first. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, what? I'm like, I'm stressed because you saw me this week. I'm like, what is it? No, I think my pit, I think probably a lot of people can relate to this, is I have um, a soul-crushing 9 to 5 that I have I to, am. I'm forced to go to and hate my life for eight hours a day. So just like continuing to do that every day is just a general pit in life. <laughs> we're just going to pretend that that's not a thing. Okay, so peak. Um, my peak is obviously coming here. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know... Brie actually found me on Instagram uh, yeah. last January, January of 2021. Yeah, I literally went into Instagram and I searched <laughs> up graphic design. <laughs> I know, I keep getting DMs of people search graphic design and then my profile comes up. And I don't know how that is. I have like 300 followers. It's the best thing ever. Love to see it. But yeah, this is, I mean, we've been like in a long distance friendship for the past over a year and yeah. this is literally the first time we've met in person yeah so funny am I everything that you thought I would be oh of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay good I'm not different than you thought no not at all okay good perfect oh love to see it my best friend <laughs> um yeah sorry so that's your peak mm-hmm. I'm in here mm-hmm. okay my turn mm-hmm. okay so my pit of the week is that I finally had my social security interview that I've told everyone about. I have waited a month and a half for them to call me and make this appointment. I couldn't start my job. I was supposed to start it this week. Couldn't start it. So I had an appointment booked. I went to my appointment. All they did was look at my passport and they said, yeah, you're good. Thank you so much. You can leave. And I was in and out in five minutes. So for our fellow Americans, doesn't that make you feel so secure? <laughs> and, and who they're letting these hoodlums into our country? I mean, who would let this woman? Who would let this woman in the hospital with the most vulnerable people? But so, anyways, it was just a bit of a pit because I went in there. I had all my documents. I had questions prepared in my own head with my answers. I was, like, doing a whole thing ready to be interviewed. 
I waited a whole month and a half. It gave me so much stress. I would call Sarah. I would literally cry my eyes out about it. I was not in a good mood. And then I go in and they look at my passport and they said, okay, thank you so much. You will be receiving it in the mail. Have a good one. They're like, see ya. The guy was like, oh, that was quick. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, sure like the was. security guy was like, oh, can you just go in? I'm like, yeah, no, I literally just left. <laughs> he probably, like, by the look on your face, he's probably like, oh, you definitely got to <laughs> He's probably like, what the frick? And I'm like, no, no, they just didn't interrogate me the way I wanted them to. <laughs> I was like so stressed, but I told everyone about it. I told everyone at school. I was like, I have my interview today. Like, what do you think they're going to ask? Imagine if they actually did grill you, though. Like, what kind of questions? Like, I don't know. I'd start crying, to be honest. I can't imagine. I'm acting like I want them to grill me. I get so much anxiety. It just reminds me, have you seen the proposal? Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of when they go in. When they go for the the green card. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was picturing for you. That's what I was thinking too. So I was like, this is my job. This is the day. This is the hours. I had everything ready. Mm -hmm. But they didn't want any of it. So that was my pit. So it's not even that bad of a pit. And then for my peak, obviously it's having Sarah here. It's the best thing ever. We are identical twins. Yeah, it's weird. We're the same person. Strange. And it's the best thing. We had a photo shoot yesterday for HC, like we said. And it was so fun. It was so much fun. The studio so was a vibe. The, the whole set is just like the nicest thing ever. Oh, I'm currently wearing one. it right now. I love it. Sarah wore the t-shirt all day today for Ugh. brunch. So it's just our favorite thing. It was so much fun to have her here. She hasn't been to any of the photo shoots, but like having her actually be a part of it when she literally is the other half of HC is so exciting. Having her come stay in my apartment, she walked in and she was like, oh, now I see where all your TikToks are filmed. Now I see where all the mirror pics it's are. Weird. Like, picture like an influencer that you've been following for a long time and just like watching their Instagram stories mm-hmm. and TikToks mm-hmm. and just like knowing every piece of decor and furniture in their apartment <laughs> yeah. and then actually going and being like, oh my God, I just walked into like a real life Instagram story. It's the weirdest like phenomenon. But it's fun. Love it. It's fun. It is. Yeah. And then last night, like I said, we went out. We got some margaritas. My very first espresso martini. Oh my God. What do you think? I loved it. Like how much? Like as much as I love it. I Here's here's my issue. Okay. Um, no. It's too sweet. It's too sweet for <laughs> no, you. No, not that it's too sweet. I'm just definitely like a savory kind of girl. You are savory so, girl. Like, That's where we differ. I just like have to be in a I have to really crave it. Like, Hence the muscles. Yeah. Hence that she got an espresso martini with a side of muscles. <laughs> and, like a, and like a piece of bread. Oh, she was like dipping it. I was so unique. I know you don't have to tell me. Oh my God. No, it was so much fun. We had so much fun. We came home. We FaceTimed Dino. It was a whole thing. Oh, he's, he's my best friend. Shout out to you, Dino. I know you're listening to this. <laughs> he's literally, when I called him today, he was like, oh, when you guys record the pot, are you going to talk about me? I mean, like, are you gonna, are you gonna like say how much you love me? And I was like, um, probably not. Do you gave me the most shit for ordering muscles. So we're, we're in a bit of a riff right now, but I have full confidence that we were, we were I think you guys can work your way back. <laughs> but yeah. So those are our pits. Those are our peaks. We're having the best time. I don't want you to leave. I don't want to leave. You can be my roommate forever. Tell Ryan. <laughs> you guys can come move here. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. 
Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Um, so on today's episode, we thought we would just have a girl talk type of episode where we're drinking wine. I'm probably going to get a little tipsy. Sarah's the biggest, like, heavyweight ever, and she does not get tipsy off anything. I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. Okay, but it's not bad, because I go to dinner with my family and have one glass of wine, and I can't drive home. It definitely has its pros and its cons. It's just, I guess it's harder in, like, social situations when you're with, like, a group of friends who get drunk off of a couple drinks, and then you're just there being sober. And you're like, oh my god, these people are crazy. <laughs> okay, wait, so last night, like, what do you think you were at? Um, I think I got to, like, a solid seven. Okay. But then we had the mussels and, like, that big-ass pretzel, and then I probably... Wait, you were at seven before we, yeah. like, had our, like, four yeah, 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 yeah. martinis? Yeah. No, really? And then I think it went down to, like, a five. Stop. <laughs> when we came home, you were at a five. Like, I don't think the. When we came home, I was probably at an 8.79. Maybe it just didn't, it wasn't like presenting itself, but I feel like the espresso martinis didn't like fuck me up. Like, I don't know. Maybe they did, and I just, I don't know. Oh my god. 
Want to try again. See, that's where we, that's where we differ. <laughs> that's where we're so different. Because I'm already getting tipsy. Like, what's that like? I would love to be full on shit based for this right now. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I hope no one knows me that listens to this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to post it everywhere just so that people know. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about everything girl talk. We have nothing off limits. We asked on the Insta, the podcast Instagram for questions. People sent us questions. And we're just going to see where this takes us. I am excited. Should I start with the first one? Let's do it. How spicy do we want to start with the first one? I mean, you might as well start with a bang. Go big or go home. How many dates should you wait to have sex? Oh, okay. So really, like literal, a literal bang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a literal bang. Oh, that's hard. I was telling Brie this last night. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a number in mind, but yeah. like thinking back to all of my past experiences, it, it, it has never been that number. Has it been before? Or after? It is most of the time been before, but yeah. there have also been some that were like way after. Wait, what's your number? I would say like, I mean, it depends on the like situations of the dates. Like, are you spending the night anywhere? Mm-hmm. Are you able to spend the night anywhere? Mm-hmm. I would say maybe like fourth date. Yeah. I was gonna say four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you get like the general silly questions that no one really cares to ask or know the answers to out of the way. Yeah. And then you get yeah. into like the spicy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah. a little bit more, you get a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I agree. I also think just do it whenever you want to do it. Yeah. And no matter what, like, a lot of people say don't have sex on the first date, all this stuff. Boys aren't going to like you if you have sex on the first date. If you have sex on the first date and the boy doesn't like you, he didn't like you anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't, it really doesn't affect it. I also feel like, yeah, there doesn't need to be a number. I would just say don't go into a date thinking that you're going to do that if you don't want to go on another date afterwards. Like, if you know this isn't going to go anywhere... Mm -hmm. If you go into it and you're like, this is all I want. Yeah. Then obviously. Then do it. Then at least have the time of your life. Yeah. Like my current boyfriend. First night. Let's go. Yeah. And now here you are. Granted, we were camping for a weekend. So like, I mean, if you're stuck in like a tent. How are you not? I mean, yeah. How are you not? Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. But now here you are. (laughs) And you have a house. And you're living life. A full adult. A full adult. It's weird. When do you think like people should kiss on the first date? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. You don't have to like go into a full on makeout session, mm-hmm. but maybe like a cute goodnight kiss. Dean didn't kiss me on the first day, and that's why I thought he Dean. didn't like <laughs> So on Dean, sorry, Dino. So on <laughs> Dean's and my first date, first of all, I tell everyone that I'm like, we met on Tinder. Little sketch. I didn't have a bio. I could have been a bot. We have no idea. Dean always says that he thinks I was a bot. And because we were in lockdown, we could only go for a drive. We like couldn't go to a restaurant. We couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I got into this man's vehicle at night in the dark without actually knowing him. So and we sick. went for a drive. Highly recommend. Luckily, it was just Dean Chantanelli. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most like kind, caring man ever. Aww. But on our date, he was like, I have to go home pretty soon. I work really early tomorrow. Let me drive you home. And I was telling Sarah last night, and I was like, at that point, I said, oh, he hates me. <laughs> I said, he hates me. He doesn't like me. And I left the date, and he never, like, made a move. And he says it's because of COVID. And he was like, I didn't know if I should, like, hold your hand. I didn't know oh, if it was, like, on. inappropriate. 
I thought he hated me. I thought we were friends. I went home and said, I will never see this man again. He knows his own breed. He's the exception to the rule. He is just, yeah. I was like, no, he hates me. So, now here we are. Love it. Okay. One for the books, for sure. One for the books. Can you tell your kids that you met Dean on Instagram? Yeah. I don't know how else I would tell them. Well, a lot of the time I would say, like, oh, we have friends in common. Because mm-hmm. we do have friends in common. We just didn't know yeah. that until after. Right. But I'm like. I would I, I would know. also. But I would feel scared. <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, recommend it to my child. Right. Because I know. No, I kind of. <laughs> you boys out there. I know. You boys. <laughs> I know what to look for on those apps. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. I got in his car and like didn't know anything about him. We didn't go to a public place. We went to like a parking lot at night to like look. We have this bridge and it like lights up. So we like parked in this parking lot to look at the bridge. <laughs> and it was like I the weirdest thing. If I was your friend at the time and you texted me that this was happening, I would be like, okay, she's either gonna like go off the grid and never seeing her again, or this is gonna be like the best night of her life. My mom was like, have so much fun. You're gonna have a great time. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, next question. Kind of along the same lines. When is the best age to lose your virginity? I don't think there is a best age. I feel like, especially in this day and age, Mm -hmm. most people do it because everyone else is doing it. Yeah, pressure. Yeah, which is a big fat bummer. Yeah. Um, I I would say it doesn't matter how old you are. I mean... To an extent, let's hope you're of an age of consent. <laughs> but mm-hmm. besides that, I would just say as long as your intentions are not because you feel like you have to. Yeah. And you feel ready. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's all that matters. I agree. I was a very late bloomer. I couldn't get a boy to date me for a hot minute. <laughs> so I didn't do it till I was 19. Look at her now. Look at me now. I still only have one boy. <laughs> but... Yeah, I was a very late bloomer. I didn't have sex until I was 19, but I waited until I had sex with my boyfriend that I ended up dating for three years. I felt very comfortable. I never felt pressure. He, when we like first started dating, I said to him, like, it might be like a while till we do it. Like, just know this. And he was like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. And then like two weeks later, I was like, I'm ready. (laughs) And he was like, wait, what? He was like, like, I'm very confused. He was Wait. wait like six months like I said to him I was like it might be a year like I don't know two weeks later I was like yeah no we can we wow, can try it so funny we're quite literally the same person we I, are the same my person. first person we did for three years but mm-hmm. I also said this is gonna take me a while because I was fucking terrified people scare it like, it is oh, so make scary. It scary yeah like, why does it need to be this big thing but uh-huh anyways yeah I don't even I definitely waited months mm-hmm. it was a long time you know, 17. I probably could have waited a little longer, but yeah. she did the deed. <laughs> she got it. She was like, she I'm having so much anxiety. Let's just get it out of the fucking <laughs> No, it was great. I, I don't regret it. Yeah, I don't either. And when I felt like when I was in high school and all my friends were doing it, and I, like, obviously, I, I didn't even kiss a boy till I was 17. I was I was the latest bloomer. Boys did not like me. It was a whole thing. But 
when all my friends were like having sex in high school, I would like listen to their stories and I'd be so petrified to mm-hmm. do it. Like it was Me the scariest too. thing ever. And I'm like, okay. I know. And they talked about it. They, my friends were the same. They used to talk about it like so freely and mm-hmm. openly. And I was just like, how are you not terrified? I'm yeah. just sitting there like, am I the drama? Am I, <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys doing this? Yeah. I think also a big thing is when I was in high school, I felt so, how do I say it? Like not excluded, but kind of excluded because I couldn't partake in these convos. But at the same time, I'm very happy I didn't force myself to do it when I wasn't comfortable and I waited because now like, who cares? Like those people, they also suck. Like I'm not friends with them anymore. So it doesn't matter. But now I feel more comfortable. I can talk about it. I'm not like. Yeah, crazy like, conversations used to be so uncomfortable mm-hmm. when everyone would be able to talk about it and, and they're like I don't like, know what you're even saying Santa, like what's the crazy thing you've done I'd be like I don't know kiss the back of my hand like what yeah. are you talking about <laughs> Aww, poor no. Sarah <laughs> poor Brie yeah like oh my god okay next question if you're on a dating app mm-hmm. or like talking to someone through Insta whatever it is how long do you message them for and then, like, wait to actually meet them? I feel like there's a few stipulations. If this person is, good. like, a good texter, mm-hmm. like, making the effort to text you every day mm-hmm. and not taking several hours to respond. The worst. Like, all the, the classic fuckboy. The worst. When they take days. When yeah. they take days and they go, I'm so sorry I wasn't on my phone. Ew. So if they do that, we're not even meeting point blank. Like, <laughs> if they do that, you're <laughs> blocking their number and we will not be seeing Again, no, goodbye. You're done. Um, I would say, like, maybe a week of consecutive Oh, my God, texting. that's a long time. I mean... See, but I'm a quick girl. Like, I need to go on the date to know if I even, like... Like, let's Do I like, even entertain you anymore? Right. Because what if I meet you in person and I'm like, However, I actually despise everything about you? Like, However, love is fine. Yeah, that's true. However, <laughs> on, if you're on a dating app, though... Yeah. I, like, I was on Hinge. I made it a point to not talk to like one person at a time and like right let's you're playing this one you're playing the field if it doesn't work out i'll talk to this person mm-hmm. like i was talking to a few at a time so i didn't mind the small wait but right yeah i mean like say i start messaging someone on like a monday maybe like a saturday <laughs> night would be yeah you. okay <laughs> that's fair that's yeah. fair i agree i very I much agree i think if he's also like avoiding making plans that's mm-hmm. also a huge red flag yeah just the hottest thing ever it. is when they're like saturday night yes. do you have plans let's oh. go for dinner i'll pick you up at seven yes even when it's not like the you know date, like no just even just like in life like so amazing. it's so amazing oh. and it's so nice and then the worst is when they're like yeah like what are you feeling <laughs> like let me know like what do you think we I should know. do should we just hang out and i'm like yeah no, me and Ryan get into those cycles where we're like, we both know we want to do something tonight. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I don't know. I'm down for anything. What do you want to do? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, I could do this or I could do this. And I was like, yeah, I could do that or I could do that. So what are we actually going to do? I'm just like, someone make a decision. Someone figure it out. Just gotta, I don't know. Be spontaneous. Exactly. Okay, well, I'm going to ask a question now. Okay. When you've been dating someone for a long time, mm-hmm. how do you keep things fun and exciting? A lot of people, when they start dating someone and they're like in year two or year three or whatever, they feel like it gets stagnant. Yeah. And it's like the spice is gone. Right. 
I think it's hard. I feel like people expect there to always be spice, which is also a bad thing. Like, yeah, that's not real life. No, yeah. When you're in like a long-term relationship, you're mm-hmm. gonna, I mean, the majority of your time is gonna be spent having normal conversations and little moments and it's not gonna be this crazy wanting to just yell over each other for pre-spilling your wine glass. Sorry, I'm just spilling our wine. <laughs> um, you're not going to be all over each other like at all minutes of the day, especially when you've been spending time with this person for years at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say maybe like, like I love to say, um, like me and my boyfriend started dating on September 6th. So I like to make a point of doing like one full-on like big date night a month and I usually try to like aim for the six oh, so that it's like a really oh, that's cute thank you yeah I mean it doesn't have to be on six but just making an intent the effort yeah yeah just saying like hey life is boring and annoying but like let's mm-hmm. get dressed up let's be fancy let's not wear sweatpants and no makeup and <laughs> seven days a week yeah hours a day and I, I, just, like, I just it's little things like that I feel like that make it fun that's actually, yeah, that's, honestly, that's great. I mean, when I was home for Christmas, Dean and I had that one night where we did, like, an Italian type of night. I made a whole TikTok video on it because it was the one night that we left home and we actually oh, did something. And we, like, had wine and we, Dean made homemade pasta and we had, like, charcuterie board and all this stuff and we went and we got all the ingredients. We both got, like, dressed up. We lit candles. We did the whole thing. We literally went out and like bought candles yeah. to light because we like didn't have any. And that was like probably our favorite date night we've ever had. Yeah. We and talk about that, it all the time. At home. Yeah, I feel like yeah. The sole fact of your person seeing you every day in casual settings, casual mm-hmm. clothing, it's fun to even literally just get dressed up mm-hmm. just to like remind one another, like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's when you look like, oh, fuck, you're hot. I remember now. I remember why we're dating yeah. now. I agree. I think just, like, making those little, um, those little efforts. Yeah, you know? don't put too much pressure on it either. Like, if no. something comes up and someone has to work or someone's busy, yeah. like, that's just it life. Is, that's life. But even still, just making, making the time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. We're going to switch switch um years topics yeah so how do you get over a friend breakup that's rough that's rough because i've had a ton oh so many i've had so many and i go and mind the drama oh, like, <laughs> like i don't think i am <laughs> oh god tiktok we love her um gosh that's hard i mean like i don't even know I don't know. Honestly, I think a friend breakup is worse than a boy breakup, especially because, I mean, I'm not friends with, like, any of my friends in high school. Like, my friend group, I'm not friends with any of them. But I was friends with, like, one of the girls since, like, elementary school, junior high. Like, that's a long time to be friends with someone. And then to just not have them anymore kind of sucks. But... I feel like especially when something big happens where, like, there's a blow-up or a yeah. situation that causes yeah. the breakup, it's also rough because then you're like, well, the one person that I would talk to when something exactly. shitty happens to me is my friend, and the friend's not there anymore. I feel like just, uh, I mean, I feel like especially when it first happens, sticking to your guns yeah. is important. That's like, a huge thing. I was going to say Don't that. give in just because you want the company. Mm-hmm. I would just let it, you know, 
take time away from each other. You just have to like grief through it, yeah. to be honest. Like in the worst way possible. Yeah. Like you just have to suck it up and like go through the emotions of it and be really, really sad and really hurt. And then, I mean, for me personally, looking back now, like I don't miss any of those no, friendships. Like it was like the best thing ever for oh, me that for we sure. like stopped being friends because it was so toxic. Yeah. And I was more miserable being friends with them than I am now not having them. Right. I also feel like in, in my experience, when those things happened, almost like right afterwards, I would find friends that are now like lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. one of my best friends in college, we went through a moment, yeah, are no longer friends. And then as soon as that happened, I started becoming really close with my two other friends. Now, mm-hmm. love that. And yes, yeah, and they're your best friends. Yeah, and they will never go anywhere. So. Yeah. I also feel like taking like solace in the fact that yeah, this sucks right now and I'm losing this person, but that doesn't mean that you're gonna be alone or not have you know a person forever. Yeah. I mean, one door closes, another opens. I know it's so cliche, it's but it's true, true though. <laughs> Especially in high school, I was forced to be friends with these people because of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Like it was either be friends with them or don't have any friends in high school. Yeah. Like what was I gonna do? High school sucks. <laughs> high school high school was horrible. And now I'm friends with people from all over because we have the same interests, the same lifestyle, the same like values, all this stuff. Like Sarah and I are best friends and we don't live remotely in the same area. We've literally texted every day for the past like 400 days at this point. We were finally just now meeting. She's the only person I talk to 24 seven. Like I have never been. I know. (laughs) And my mom. And that's it. (laughs) I've like never been worried throughout this whole past year that like, even if we didn't text for a day that like something would fizzle mm-hmm. out. Like I was just like confident. <laughs> I was too. And even like, if we get in arguments and stuff, I mean, we, know, we like got in arguments and like, we're fine. I feel like then we were both like, all right, let's stop being. Like we were like, we love you. We're fine. We love each other. We're good. This is pointless. And like, now want. here we are. <sighs> I love it so much. Ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Baby, let me see. Um, how do you build trust in a relationship? I guess a friend relationship or like a normal relationship, either one. I think it's all based on actions. I mean, mm-hmm. any person can say what you want to hear. Totally. Whether it's a love friend, is blind. I know. That is. We deep. just finished the last season of oh Love is Blind. Oh my God. <laughs> we just watched the finale. Shocking. The reunion. Shocking. Oh my God. But I mean, like, For that's a, a perfect exa- example of. Just people saying whatever say you whatever need to say. Is, I, it's just disgusting. But yeah, people proving what they actually say through their actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's the only way. You just gotta prove yourself. I agree. I think also being like <laughs> open and honest. Mm-hmm. On my episode with Dean, we talked about this because like Dean still occasionally talks to like his ex or his ex will pop up. And like I still talk to mine occasionally and like they'll pop up. I literally messaged one of them today. Dean knows about it. Like, all this stuff and so just being very honest and open with it and not hiding anything like I would have no reason to not trust him yeah because he tells me everything and he will like show me his phone if he needs to or be like look at this message that I just got Mm -hmm. and yeah Yeah, just being like extremely vulnerable Mm -hmm. I feel like if someone that you're even if you're just meeting them like if someone's telling you their life story and being so raw and like emotional and not afraid to say something's happened in their past or yeah. something's going on in their life now like that's a true mm-hmm. I guess tell that they have nothing to hide which is exactly. a great way to start for sure so I guess that's you and I yeah 
<laughs> I was like, you'll never guess what just happened. Yeah, so I like don't even know you. I'm like, so when I was 16, this happened. Yeah, like a month into our friendship. So this is my ex. This is what they did to me. These are all the people I, I hate said, in the world. I sent pictures. I was like, this is him. If you ever see him on our Insta or like on Insta, block it. Yeah. So like, I also feel like sometimes depending on the situation, it's also hard to prove your actions, especially if you're long distance or whatever the case True. may be. So. True. Making sure to be vulnerable is also really important. I think also, like, yeah, just, like, keeping communication. I mean, if Dean didn't talk to me for, like, four days at a time, um, yeah, I might not trust certain things that are happening, you know? Or, like, if I call 17 times and he doesn't answer, then, well, also, it depends on the span, because I might be nuts and, like, call 17 times. But do you or know what I'm saying? Like, express on they were trying to <laughs> It was like what? It was only like eleven thirty. No, it was. Like we were home early. Listen, when you have a fun time, you have a fun time. We went, we went hard really fast. We're drinking a bottle of wine at four thirty in the afternoon. I'm having the best time. Anyways, we had yeah, we went, we went hard quick. Yeah, but that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Go bigger, go home. At a girl, why wouldn't you? Um, did we finish answering that one? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Birth control, question mark. That's all I, that's what we got. Birth control. Let me begin. I went on birth control when I was 15 because I had really, really bad periods. Obviously, I was not having sex. We all know I didn't even (laughs) avoid not look in my direction until I was at the ripe age of 17. So, (laughs) until I was a full grown adult at 17 and almost legal. Um, Anyways. So I went on birth control because I had really, really bad periods and my experience with birth control has been absolute hell. I had to constantly keep switching my pill because it wasn't strong enough. And at one point when I was like, maybe like 19 or 20, I bled for like six months straight and it was a whole situation. And at that point, it was just like, it was so bad. My mood swings were horrible. I feel so bad for my ex-boyfriend. I was like <laughs> a psychopath because my hormones were so fucked. So. And I feel like you like lose yourself. You're like, what the you fuck? Know, and I said to my mom, like, I was like going through like a crisis. I said to my mom, I was like, I know I'm lashing out. I know I'm doing right. all this stuff, but I can't control it. And I don't oh, know what's going on. Works. And so when I was, how old am I now? What am I? 24. So when I was like 23, 22, my senior year of university for undergrad, I just decided to like cold turkey, go off the pill. My OB was like, we got to get you off this. Mm -hmm. It's like so bad. So I haven't been on it since. And my hormones have regulated. When I first came off it, my acne was horrendous. Like it was so bad. It was painful. It was cystic. And I never had acne before in my life. But I think my hormones were just so crazy. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what to do. Because when you're on birth control, your body stops producing them. And then you go off of it. Your body's like confused, has to start reproducing, produces too much, just messed up. So I haven't been on it for like two years. I feel so much better. Obviously, knock on wood, I am not pregnant. Um, we had a little, there was one point that I texted everyone and I said, we don't know what's happening. I told my mom, I told Dean, I told you, I said to everyone, I said, I'm having a child. And I just was stressed out of my period. Like, like zero to 100. I just had sex last night to, oh my God, it's over. <laughs> Family 
was covered in sun twice. And I was just, I was just a little stressed and my period a was um, a few just days late. Yeah. But yeah. So anyways. I also feel like it's become, I don't know if you've seen the videos on TikTok. I mm-hmm. might just be in a weird space on TikTok mm-hmm. right now, but I feel like it's become <laughs> Your a TikTok's trend. wild. <laughs> it's become a trend for people to go off birth control lately. Really? And, yeah. I've been seeing so many videos of people who have like literally the same story. When I yeah. birth control, they were really young because of their periods. Never got off of it, and then they were just experiencing severe anxiety, depression. Yeah. Didn't know why, like nothing in their life could cause this other than right. some it was kind of their hormones. So they got off birth control, and there's just been like so many people sharing stories on social media about mm-hmm. it, which I feel like is the first time I'm seeing anything like this yeah. regarding birth control, which is really cool. I love that people are sharing their stories. Obviously, it's gonna be different for every person because everyone's bodies are different. Oh yeah, my body's. Nuts, as I, everyone can uh, ask, my body is crazy. I'm trying not to like let social media persuade me just for that reason, but yeah. I mean, I definitely am curious to see what my body would be like off of it. Mm-hmm. I also have the same story. I got on mine maybe even 13. Really? Yeah. If I get period at 13, yeah, I think so. Shit, why am I such a late bloomer? <laughs> I was like almost 16, and I was like, oh, I think maybe now it was either like 13 or 15. It was. How old are you in eighth grade? I think you're like sixth Yeah, you're probably like 13, 14. I'm losing track of all time. Because I was like ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> We're so old. But I remember like the first time getting it. Obviously getting it in general is fucking terrifying. Oh my god. I was at school and I was like, what is I going was... on? And then my mom had to show me how. Oh my god, it was a whole thing. Oh, tragic, first of all. Wait, <laughs> sorry, side note. Have you ever taken a tampon and put it in a water bottle and shown Ryan like what it what it is? Because I did that to Dean and Dean said, Dean said, wait, this goes inside of you? Like the lack of knowledge that boys have. I mean, even girls. I said to like, Dean, I, I said, I said, is. try to use it. And Dean's like, I don't know. Oh my God. Like, and he like put it put it in the water oh and he goes, he like lifted. He goes, this is fucking heavy. I said, yes, it's yeah. heavy. Have you, also seconds, I know, have you seen those machines that, like, have these little circles that you can put on the boy's stomach to make them feel what, like, pregnancy no. feel like, what cramps feel like? Oh There's, God, like, a dial that you can turn up the pain on. No, this is what, like, this level oh my God. Yeah, cramp feels yeah, like. Yeah. I want to do that to Ryan so bad. Boys have no idea <laughs> no, what girls no. go through. They're like, why are you being such a bitch this week? I'm like, this is why. And they're like, okay, well, control yourself. And I'm like, no. I literally say all the time, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm bleeding from my vagina. I know. And my endometrium lining is shutting. <sighs> Anyways, back to what you're saying. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I started mine also really early. Yeah. The first time I got my period, maybe this is TMI. So heavy. Like, I, the amount of blood that was coming out of my body, Un- I felt like I was going to be taken to the hospital. Yeah. Like, not, I was shaking. I was such a little girl. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I miss her. <laughs> she, she went through it. So that's why I originally went on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never had problems with my first one. I mean, it kicked in immediately. It did exactly what it needed to yeah. do. And even on the pill, I mean, I was on the same, like, brand, same kind for years. Yeah. Um, but even on it, I still, my period still lasted, like, eight days. See, and that's, like, still a long pretty time. heavy. Yeah. It is a long time. It's a really long Especially time. now being, like, a full-term relationship and living with someone, and you're like, I can't wait till this fucking, like, nightmare is like, over every done. single month, eight days out of every single month. Is it still eight days? Yeah. 
Really? Jeez, so that's uh, even seeing all these stories on social media. I'm like, okay, because mine got better so when I got off. Oh, See, that's what I'm afraid of. I was uh, nervous it was going to be worse. Yeah, I am too. But it actually was like, it's regulated and it's so much better. Oh, I know I would have felt like painful. so much better mentally and hormonally, but and I'm not even afraid of, you know, I, I've never had issues. God bless. I've never had issues really with my skin. I mean, mm-hmm. I get like. Oh, your skin's amazing. I said today, I was like, well, I didn't put foundation on, and you're like, yeah, I didn't either. And I said, oh, okay, I'll go fuck myself. (laughs) I only get usually like a few blemishes right before I get my period, and Mm -hmm. then they kind of fizzle out over the lovely eight days that I experience. Um, So I'm not really afraid of the fact of getting acne necessarily. Yeah. I feel like I could handle it pretty well. Maybe not. But like, I feel like I can handle that side of it pretty well. I think just if my periods got back to the level, that they but used to be. I don't even think I would last a month before going back to my doctor and being like, I need to back to please. Well, that was like my biggest concern. And then my doctor even said to me, he was like, when you're 15 and you're just getting your period and you're 22, 23, like your body's gone through a lot. Sure. And so we don't know if your periods are even going to be the same. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, we have to go off of it because yeah. I'm like, it's too much. And then now it's regulated. It comes at the same time all the time. It's not painful enough that I'm like missing school or right. anything anymore. Like obviously it still hurts like a fucking bitch. Yeah. But it's like not enough that I like don't yeah. have to go do anything. It's also even pissed me off too, because like my two best friends from school are also on some form of birth control mm-hmm. and their periods only last like a couple of days. And yeah. even still it's like spy. Like it's barely a period. So yeah. I'm like, how come you get to be on like this form of birth control, like living your best life? <laughs> I'm over here bleeding for half of the month. Like, what the hell is happening? And yeah, I don't crazy. know. I, maybe you've inspired me. I'm going to try. I think I'm also scared of, like, it. obviously, even, like, switching brands of birth control, your body takes time to adjust to yeah. it. Yeah. So, I don't know. What All of this is so complicated. <laughs> and, like, when so I was on the pill, I was, like, very stressed about making sure that I took it every day. Yeah. So, I was, like, what time? So, like, like naturally me I was like what time of day can I make sure that I take this pill so I chose 5 a.m so I would send an alarm at 5 a.m every single day even if I wasn't waking up I would roll over I would take my pill and I would go to oh my god because I'm like 9 p.m I don't know if I'm out I don't know what I'm doing then 10 p.m I'm like I might be sleeping I might be at a party Uh Like, I don't know. So I say 5 a.m. I know I'm going to be in my bed. I know. This is definitely, don't take my advice on this. So I know you're supposed to take it. it. No, I don't see that. Oh, okay. I was nervous. I know you're supposed to take it, like, to be most effective, you're supposed to take it at the same time every day. You just wing it. I just do it before I go to sleep. Whether that's at 8 p.m. before I go to sleep or whether that's 2 in the morning when I go to sleep. Just because I, I'm not going to set a timer. I can't be bothered. (laughs) I do. So far, it's worked out. So, I mean, like... Knock on wood. Knock on I mean, I feel at this only way I'll remember. It's only, like, force of habit I've been able to teach myself. Like is before I see. And then I've justified it to myself. I'm like, well, your body, like, resets itself when it goes to sleep. So, like, it's, no matter what time that happens, maybe she's kicking into high gear <laughs> and doing what she needs to do. That's the way. Yeah, that's the way physiology works. This is definitely not that's, that's the way medicine works, guys. Oh, man. Um, but then I always thought, I was like, maybe I should get an IUD. And then I oh, said, no, no, those so seem to hurt like stories. a bit. My oh, ex-boyfriend, God. his sister, like, took days off 
from school, from work after she got it. His mom, his mom took the days off work to tend to her. And I was like, you gotta be fucked. First of all, they were nuts. But I was like, you gotta be fucked. I know. I think that's even more scary. I would rather just want myself to kill every day. But yeah, maybe, maybe I'll talk to my, my Or abstinence. I know. <laughs> birth control. Yeah, best form of birth control. Right, abstinence. Don't, don't have sex. <laughs> Sex is a Forget sad. everything you've said so far. Just don't have sex ever. <laughs> don't have, never have sex. Screw it. Unless you want to have children. Love it. Great thoughts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually hate that. Anyways. Okay. Are you ready for another question? I'm so ready. What is your ideal first date? Ooh. Like if you could, if you could. Wait, can I answer you? April 25th. <laughs> <laughs> we literally talked about that. Why did I say that today? Uh, oh, because were you we talking about the weather? Yeah, we looked at the weather for today to see what we could wear. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be like 60 degrees out of yeah. nowhere. Like, it's so hot today. for a light jacket. I was like, there's a light jacket. April 25th. That's my ideal Shout date. Shout out to everyone who knows. <laughs> my ideal first date, April 25th. Uh, let's see. My ideal first date. I would say something along the lines. I would love if it was like in the summer. So if okay. we're talking like I can okay. control, if I can control every factor here, yeah. <laughs> definitely in the summer. I'm a summer lover. I love you everything. You're a like, lake lover. Boats, yeah, I love it all. So I would say something. You're along a lines. water. You're a water yes, girl. I love it. That's where we differ. Come a little mermaid. I mean, I think it would be like Wait, we've, the day. we've passed the pool at my apartment maybe once. Oh my god, like six times. times. And every single time she goes, Can we go in the water? Her Can we go in the water? Like Can we go in the water? And I'm like, Sarah, it's funny. Like, no, we cannot go in the water. It was like eight degrees last night. I like, want to go for a swim. But yeah, I would love to like spend the day on a boat, like super mm-hmm. casual, drinking beers, having oh, snacks, yeah. some cheese, a charcuterie board. Yeah. On the water, tanning. It's just, I feel like most comfortable being myself in that situation. So, something along those lines. Lots of country music. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, all you country haters, but it is what it is. We're country fanatics (laughs) over here. We love it. I do love it. So, yeah, maybe like spending the day like that. And then my actual first date with my boyfriend, Ryan, we went, it was during COVID. So, we have this like concert center Mm -hmm. where we live that all of the shows are at like whenever there's any kind of musical performance it's at this venue and during covid obviously there were no concerts right so they converted like their main parking lot into like a drive-in movie theater yeah so they had a huge screen oh speaking of the devil he's facing me anywho just kidding (laughs) um he did not answer it how dare you call me and then not answer anyways we went to like a drive-in movie in that parking lot and they had a bunch of food trucks around yeah, they're just like super summery. It's very chill. Yeah. I yeah. want it to be like a dress up, go out to dinner kind of thing. I want to just have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mine, honestly, this is like really bad. Like in my house, we have like, we call it the theater. Like I'm putting that in quotations. Mm-hmm. But we have just like a little screen with like a few chairs and stuff. And so. I would always invite boys over to like watch a movie in my basement. Ooh. Which I <laughs> sounds fishy. Deb, what were you doing as a woman? I actually so once I had a boy. So okay, wait. So like a few years ago, 
We it was Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. not American, right. and a Canadian Thanksgiving naturally. Mm-hmm. And my whole family got so wasted. My dad got wasted, oh, my mom, God. and my brother had to drive us home. And I invited this boy over, and my dad was like, "Yeah, invite him over. This will be so fun." Like my Ooh. parents were like, "Woo, go in the basement, <laughs> hang out." <laughs> and then the first time my ex boyfriend ever came over, my mom was like, "Yeah, so I like put on the lights in your room and like." made your bed and stuff so like you and him can go like sit in your room and watch oh a movie gosh. and I was like so okay trust in you. I was like okay fine I mean little like obviously they knew like yeah. I'm a little child and I <laughs> I never kissed a boy or did anything so like obviously my mom was like sure but yeah my parents are very trusting and yeah. I love it and I feel like I'm gonna be the exact same with my kids yes. I love them Cause then I'm like so open with them about everything. Yeah, and, you I know. I mean, I would love that, especially like even like just thinking long term here. Yeah, when I do have kids, I would love for our house to be the kind of place where like Everyone if you're gonna it. drink, if you're oh, gonna yeah. do whatever you want to do, I would rather be here mm-hmm. than right. going out. Well, to... because people are gonna do it. I know you're so gonna you do it. You might as well have a safe space. Not like endorse it. Endorse it's the wrong word, but right. just make them feel safe and comfortable. And knowing that if something does feel wrong, they're still at home and still comfortable. Yeah. That was always my parents' biggest thing is like, we know that, we know that like, you're a teen, you're a kid, you're going to do all this stuff. Right. But we always want you to feel comfortable enough to tell us that you're doing it. Because if I felt like I was going to get in trouble or like grounded or whatever it is, like I wouldn't tell them when I was just fly. Yeah. Instead, my parents bought me my alcohol to go to parties and like made sure that I had like the proper amount of alcohol. I I literally was like one cooler Brianne for like however long because I'd walk around with one cooler because my parents said only drink one cooler at the party and I said okay I will and so like all of high school I literally would have one like Smirnoff ice and I would just sip it like for the entire time. My dad was over here. My dad a good old Timmy Dean. He would like, <laughs> he would definitely, not that he endorsed either, he was just very comfortable showing me what options I had as far as, as he alcohol, he was very he comfortable, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was the same way, he wanted me to do it in front of him, just right. to realize what it, yeah, what have that open communication, like, yeah, yeah, so my dad's a beer guy, loves beer, that's why you're a beer girl, oh, I just, no, I just it, love the it's beer, different. and I don't understand why, I'm very confused, very I love different. everything, I just have to be in a certain mood for certain drinks, yeah, um, but yeah, I learned, I learned from him, his liver has definitely been passed down to me, nothing can phase this liver, <laughs> knock on wood, um, I have such a tolerance, but I love that I was able to do it in a safe space because otherwise, I mean, I probably would have been terrified. Yeah. I don't even know that I would have drank honestly that much if, like, if I was only been exposed to it at a party yeah. with a bunch of friends who were drunk off their asses. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, throw up. Exactly. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. So I'm glad I had that experience because. Your girl, your girl can handle her liquor. <laughs> oh, she can. Oh, and I can. But you, like, you can. <laughs> That's why I have one and a half glasses of wine and I'm like, okay. <laughs> We're feeling it. See, this is more just like liquid courage for you. Oh my god, no. I'm like, maybe after another bottle, I feel like, let's go. To we'll be having another bottle of the fridge. Um, what's, the, what's the bar? Let's go to Tequila Cowboy after Oh my god, wine, so but... <laughs> <laughs> We do have Cowboy Highs. We do. That light up. 
I stole them from the wedding. Oh, I didn't talk about Nashville. Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. I'll do that at the end. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, my ideal first date. Yeah. Um, yeah, just chill. What a table. Like, watch. Oh, <laughs> my just, bad. like, watch a movie, hang out. Because I feel like if we go to dinner, I'm not actually going to get to know you. Right. And I also think I'm, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do like the dates where we just, like, I wear a leather jacket, kind of look put together. We go and have, like, a, a mark and, like, yes. it's, it's like chips going and out, but not, like, sit down Italian family no. restaurant yeah. going out. Yeah. It's just, like, like, casual. Yeah. If you're in Canada, like, Earl's. Like, or, like, you know, like, kind of like an urban tap. Yes. Kind of vibe. Yeah. So that would be my ideal first date. Or, like, at home movie. Yeah. I'm a very chill girl. I do think the movies is a good first date for someone who's, like, super, super nervous. Like, your first first date ever. That was my highly first recommend movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a just, movie's great. It's kind of like an icebreaker. Like, you, well, you don't have nothing. to talk to them. Yeah, not at all. And you, you just sit there and you just wait for them to catch and they put their hand yes. on your leg. <laughs> and you get really nervous the whole time. Yes. Oh, my God. It's the best. You don't even pay attention to the movie. You're, like, counting down the seconds until he makes a move. But, but like... At this age, I would not want to go to the movies. No. They could come over to my apartment and we can watch a movie, right. or they could come to my house and watch a movie. And you can movie. still talk yeah. to them and stuff. Yeah. At an actual movie, I'm not going to talk to you during the movie. No. <laughs> I'm too uncomfortable. Everyone will hate me. Yeah. I'll hate myself. It'll be a whole thing. <laughs> so probably just a chill dinner with a drink. But if you're of age, solid. get a nice mark. Solid. A nice spicy mark. Okay. Okay, next question. What habits of other couples do you find irritating? Ugh. I already know your answer. <laughs> I already know your answer. I'm all for like your own. I'm all for. <laughs> I listen, already know. I'm here for PDA. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Like I to what extent? Myself. What extent? Yeah. See, like if you're about to pull each other's clothes off and you're in a bar, then yeah. like maybe that's a bit too much. <laughs> maybe chill. Yeah. Get an Uber. Head yeah. home. Like it's time to go home. Other than that, I feel like couples who feel comfortable enough to, like, fight in front of other people when they're out. Like, have you ever been in that situation? It's just uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. You're like, wait until you get home. It ruins everyone's night. It makes it so uncomfortable. I never even thought about that. That's so true. It's, like, very... Very or when they start to like pick at each other yes. and you're like, I can it's tell like there's tension and I don't grow up like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. Like why? How do you number one, how do you feel comfortable? Like I don't like talking about my relationship with other people as it is, like if there's an issue just because it's not anyone's business so, on my own. Yeah. But like especially when you're in a fight. I mean, maybe just don't go out if you can't control yourself, but true. Feeling comfortable enough to, like, say certain things to each other in front of other people is just mind-blowing to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to ruin anyone's night. Let's talk about this later. I don't, like, yeah, no, I don't really get it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, like, a person that I, same thing, I don't share my fights mm-hmm. with everyone. Right. And so, like, with my ex-boyfriend, the whole thing was I didn't... Every time we fought, I didn't tell people. Yeah. Because it's no one's business. It's and a lot not. of the time, it's something really, really small. Like, Dean and I fight. Obviously, Dean and I fight, but I'm not sharing it with everyone. Because right. I also don't want people to have, like, that, a like, tainted feelings. view of yeah. Dean. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. Because I'm like, we're really good. And it it's sucks. just normal that one I day know. I'm like, mm, you're kind of pissing me off. I know. And, like, that's a normal even thing. Even if, like, even if... 
in the moment, I just need to like vent to a friend mm -hmm. about a certain like nitpicking fight. Yeah. I never want like that person like the next week or so afterwards to be like, is everything like okay with you guys? Right. And you're like, like, no, we're fine. It's you know, just like, a we're very just normal fighting thing. over who drank the milk. Like it's fine. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal, guys. Literally. And so like I'm a person that when I do get in a fight with someone, like I'll tell you most of the time, I'll text you and I'll be like, mm, Dean's being a little annoying or like whatever. But I'm not going and I'm texting every single one of my friends and I'm like, we might break up. We don't know where we stand. Because I do have friends that do that. And then when they do like, quote unquote, break up for a little bit, yeah. you're like, Mm, okay yeah, yeah. I'm like okay whatever <laughs> like I literally was said a dean or something I'm like oh so-and-so like I know whatever it like, takes it would t it takes a lot for me to like it takes a lot for me to get to a certain point mm -hmm. where I feel the need to tell someone what's happening same Ugh. and but I think that's a good thing because like with my ex-boyfriend like when we did break up mm -hmm. everyone was like oh shit you actually broke up. You're done. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't a thing where people are like, mm -hmm. like the boy, like okay, exactly. And yeah. they're like, oh yeah, maybe, yeah, okay, you guys broke up. Like they were like, oh shit, she literally told all of us that she broke up. Okay, they're done. Yeah. And like that's kind of what I want because I don't want people yeah. to think that we're like not in a good relationship or like whatever it is because we are. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's anyone people else's business. So people fight all the time. Also. Even even like speaking like in the past. Mm -hmm. talking to other friends who are in relationships yeah if I were to tell them about a fight I had in my relationship you'd think that they'd have like more like sympathy or empathy yeah. towards they what don't. you're going through but like they're they so quick to judge <laughs> they're like then the next day they'll have a fight with their boyfriend and then come to me and they're like I I don't know if this is right for me like etc et yeah I'm just like why are you judging me and not expecting me to judge you mm-hmm it's two-way street. But. Also, like, if you're in a fight with someone, sometimes you don't need other people's opinions. No. Like, I'll tell my mom, maybe, because my mom's kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. She always likes to play devil's advocate. Like, I also, no matter who I'm dating, mostly, like, if I use Dean, for example. Sorry, do you know? But if I use <laughs> Dean, my mom is the most pro-Dean person ever. She loves him. She thinks she, he's the best person ever, and he is. And so a lot of the time I'm the one that's like being a little psycho oh, and she'll be like, am I the drama? And my mom will be like, you need to get your shit together because this sweet little yeah, man is trying crazy. to like, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. If I were to text like one of my friends or someone like a random person, they might be like, he sucks. Yeah. All this stuff. And that. also, when I tell someone about our fight, I'm telling it from my narrative, not right. from his narrative. Yeah. So it's so very skewed. It's not right. It yeah. paints the other person in bad light. Like, yeah. we literally had that talk the other night about how I said, like, my two friends dated. They kind of, like, one of them cheated on them. I mm -hmm. said, you deserve better. She went and told the guy that. He then was like, oh, Bree sucks. And you're like, it's just, it's too complicated. No one needs to yeah. know all of our business. I almost, I almost even recommend if you are in a relationship or talking to someone to try and keep as much as you can or want to be private, private. Mm -hmm. Because once you tell someone something that may be kind of negative and then yeah. you yourself are able to get over it with your partner, right. that other, other people will have not it. be over it. Yeah. And they will always think about that person that way, which sucks. So. And it's hard because also like, say it was like you or something, like I always want you to be happy. I always want you to like, like I just want the best for you. And so obviously right. I'm always going to have like a, 
I don't know. Like if or you were to tell me, yeah, and if you were to tell me something really negative or whatever it was, then I'd be like, oh shoot, like mm-hmm. I just want you to be happy. Same thing with anyone. So like I get it, but also I don't know your partner the way you know your partner. It's kind of idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How did we get on to this? What, is, what was even the question? I don't know. It was <laughs> like, what do I find irritating? I don't know. So I find it irritating when people have crazy PDA. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh my God. What a tangent. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So anyways, my pet peeve, I had, to, we had to take a short intermission. Mm-hmm. We took quite a few short intermissions, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we FaceTimed Sarah's boyfriend. Yes. He's doing well. We love him. He's doing great. <laughs> He's having the time of his life. Thriving. He's doing so well. I had to plug in my computer. We almost <laughs> died for a hot minute. Open a new bottle of wine. Open surprise. surprise. Right. So the first one was a nice little Riesling. The second one is a sweet Riesling because we're bitches that love sugar. Yes. Well, at least I am. You like salty. But we're we're liking sugar right now. That's where we're at. We love it. And then I know that Chipotle is coming after this. So yes. Life is just about to get better. Yeah, we're going to have to walk over there and get some food. It's only 5.30 p.m. Anyways, <laughs> we have, like, a few more questions, so bear with us. Mm-hmm. Let me see. More um, tangents coming for you. I don't know how we got Like, yeah, what do we find annoying? Um, when people make out in front of other people. That's what I find annoying. When we got to keep your private life private. Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep your private life private. All weekend, Sarah, saying, we were like, rule number one of the weekend, have fun. Yes. Rule number two, don't fuck anything up for HC. <laughs> I know, we had our photo shoot yesterday. It was also like, I feel like we were both kind of getting over the nerves of like just meeting each other for the first time. Yeah. Just like so silly because... We like know we each know each other. other. Yeah. It's just like finally being in the person flesh. was like <laughs> creepy. in the flesh. But then we had our photo shoot. So then there was even more pressure. Like we've been talking about this collection for a long time. We it's love the best this one. one the most. It's the best one ever. I was photographing it, so I was like, oh my god, like I have to I have to show up with all I've been hyping myself up. She really has. <laughs> She's been I'm not even gonna lie. She was like, every single person has done a be like, job. Yeah. But I know what I want. Which is honestly <laughs> really nice because it like is. You know the vibe, you know what you want, so you can get the photos. It's really hard for me to, like, explain to people what we should be getting. It's hard, especially for those of you who don't know. She originally, like, hired me as mainly, like, a graphic designer, yes, but, like, (laughs) also... And you've integrated your way into my heart. (laughs) I just do everything, so... She um, really does. I also help decide what we post on social media and like plan out launches and so on and so forth well she also helps me make everything for hc so like all of the collections are so when we're posting like even if it's in the middle of collections when there's not really anything going on not really any sales coming through (laughs) unfortunately um there's like what do you post at that point so even no we post photos of me that's what we post and it's hard i'm the only one that'll be I mean, you're gorgeous, so how could you not? Stop. But it's hard because as in small business, you also don't want to come off like, all these studio pictures are gorgeous, yes, but you still want like our audience to be relatable, and we always say we want our sets out in the wild. So shout out to any of you who have our HC sets, please take pictures and send them to me, I'm begging you. I'm thinking we've had enough of seeing my face on the Insta. Yeah, just to circle back. That's why I like to, I was so excited to photograph this one because I know what we like to post on social media and what we need in those like in-between moments, what we like to post for launches, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just fun to 
fun to control. <laughs> no, it was literally the most fun thing ever. So fun. And we also had one of my like Chisholm who like took me to the hospital <laughs> when when I almost died a few weeks ago, but I got resurrected and we're fine. She is like my big sister. She's the most stunning human I've ever seen in my so entire life. Her skin is the most flawless thing ever. Oh. She has the most like kind and caring personality. And so she modeled for us and it was the most fun thing because it was just the three of us and it was like three best friends and we weren't uncomfortable at all. We got all the pics. It was so good. I took nine million videos of us taking photos. (laughs) So get ready for the get ready for the yeah, get ready for the insta post because they're gonna go fucking hard. So like fulfilling because I don't know if that's the first time that she's worn HC, but you can tell by like even when she put it on just to model it, she was like, I can't wait to purchase something. Like, this feels so good on my skin. And I was like, see, I just wish that, like, when people came to our website to look they at what we had, it. I wish they could feel it. Yeah. It is my, like, why is that a thing yet? 21st right. century. Come on, technology. She texted me. She texted me. I forgot to play. She texted me. And she was like, I've gotten so many messages about HC. Everyone mm-hmm. loves it so much. And I'm like... Sure. Like even if you're lying, that's yeah. really sweet. <laughs> Just blow my ego up a little bit. <laughs> Save my fucking ego, guys. I don't know if you guys know what CoStar is. I feel like most like everyone has to know. You women have, have if you're into astrology, you I don't even know if it's like real astrology. Anyways, I got a notification today, and it was like check your ego. Yeah. It was like get your ego in check. And we were at breakfast, and I was like, I showed Sarah, and I was like, this is. I'm like, little do they know, I'm very self-conscious. I was like, yeah, I was like okay. such down-to-earth human being. Her co-star is telling her to check her ego. I'm like, this bitch, ignore that. And we were like, okay. And then we went into Sephora, and everyone in Sephora was gassing me up. And then we went to Starbucks, and the barista guy like came up to me and was like, I'm so sorry, I've been staring at you. I just really love the dunks that you're wearing, because Steve bought me a nice pair of shoes. And... It was just yeah. Anyways, my ego go was today. In Sephora. It was like a celebrity had walked into the store. They were I don't like, know oh why. God, I, I don't know. Bag. They just wanted me to buy some brow gel or something. Like I don't know. I was so confused. <laughs> I know. We should we also like went out today purposely because she's wearing our new set, so we wanted to get like pictures Ooh, of it candidly yeah. versus just in the studio. Yeah. So we obviously shopped at the same time because why wouldn't you? I went into Sephora, and the first girl, as soon as we walked in, like, the one that greets you, and it's like, hey, yeah. we look for anything yeah. today? She's like, oh, my God, I love your bag. Like, that's so cute. It looks <laughs> so pretty today. And then we walked around the corner, and we were, like, in the Charlotte Tilbury aisle, mm-hmm. and then there, another worker came over, and she was like, oh, my God, you look so cute. I love your coat. Like, you look so put together. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And I was like, you know... Yeah, no, I don't need any compliments today. I'm good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. searching for a lipstick. I, I want to get in and get out. <laughs> I'm like, guys, what is happening today? Co star do. But yeah, so apparently they knew. It was crazy. Anyways, back to our um, <laughs> session of the day. Oh, don't you love the tangents? I love the tangents. Okay, we have two more questions. Can we make it through? We we'll can. see. We can do it. Um, when does a relationship become exclusive? <laughs> When the boy asks you. Yeah. <laughs> Although my parents, my parents say all the time, they're like, my dad never actually asked my mom. They just like kind of knew. Mm-hmm. To be fair, different time. Yeah. Sorry, Debbie. Very different time. time. So whatever. But I'm like, Dean asked me with flowers. I was mm-hmm. like, will you please 
and my girlfriend, and I'm like, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if you're not coming to me with a full-on charcuterie bread, <laughs> if you're not basically telling <laughs> telling me that I am the only person you will love for the rest of your life, <laughs> then I'm probably not going to be your girlfriend no at me. this point. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me.
I know this for a fact. He was like too scared to see anyone else. We were only seeing each other. And I was like head over heels obsessed with him. And he was, he like could not put a label on it. Like he could not commit so to it. And that, that's like the biggest red flag. Like why can't, we're basically dating. No, like what's the difference of calling your girlfriend versus We're literally dating. And he just like could not do it. To be fair, he has his own situation that he needs to figure out. Yeah. But he like couldn't do that. But then I dated Dean and within like a month he was like, I want to make you my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like I a thousand percent, it's only you. Yes, we're only talking to each other. I know. I know the like the kind of culture we live in now. Oh I understand it. But I don't I don't know if this is just me or the few people that mm-hmm. I know. I would very much would have preferred to be brought up in like the culture that our parents are brought up I in. I do say it. It's because we're old that's souls. Why I'm like so like fuck the fuck boys. I'm just so not into the whole game. I'm so not either. into it. So like if that's what you're trying to accomplish with me, I wanna nip it at the bud. Like I don't yeah. wanna yeah. there's no reason for me to be here longer than I need to. Exactly. So I don't think there is literally any shame in being like, this is what I want. If this mm-hmm. is something you don't want, then I'm sorry. Have a good one. Exactly. <laughs> like, I have no like, shame. Like, don't waste anyone's time. Like, Just why would you? Like, like, yeah, he's cute. But yeah. if he wants to fuck around with you, then why waste your time? Exactly. I don't think, I think guys get scared sometimes if a woman is forward. But, I mean. Boys are intimidated so easy. It's actually insane. But the right Especially one being a tall girl. I'm like, boys are so intimidated. <laughs> I was like, you gotta stop. Dude, the first thing, the first thing that I said when I met her face to face, I was like, I have never had a friend that I could look like eye to eye level. We're Did both, we're tall girls. We're both tall girls. You're both tall. like five, I'm ten. ten yeah. yeah, and I'm six foot, so I'm like, we're both tall girls. But luckily, we both have boys that are not intimidated by that. How tall is Ryan? Six, six four. Two? Six two. Six, I'm gonna say like a healthy six two. Okay. Dean's like six foot, six one, depending on like the shoes he's wearing, (laughs) um, how much I'm slouching. Oh my god. Like we know every photo, like who knows? Mm -hmm. And when we went to the wedding this weekend, I wore heels. Just naturally as I should. And Dean was like, as you should, I'm so proud of you. You're so hot. And I'm like, this is my point. See, that just made me totally forget about the fact that you just don't be forgetting <laughs> <laughs> You want me back, you know? But, like, he's just so confident in who he is. Yeah. Like, that is the best I mean, the ever. right person will be. That's why if you were, especially on dating apps, if you're to be, like, I did, and you're like, listen. Yeah. Hey, I know a lot of people are on here for this reason, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Fucking do it. Also, if you're on dating apps and they say they're six foot, they're not. They're five nine. <laughs> like the, oh my god! So I think cute. we could do like an entire episode about being tall. Oh my god! Stop. We have. It's a different world it's up true. here, it's guys. True. It's a different world. It's traumatic. It's traumatic, but it's also great because my legs are the Delicious. best feature of my body. If you're tall and you have any doubts, just remember that like. Kendall and Gigi, they're all it gets five, better. And Kendall, that one audio, that TikTok audio, I took a um a video of me in my bathing suit once, and I was like, my name is Kendall. The best feature about me is my height. And I'm like, it's so much better. I love her height. I love my height. How could you not? How could I not? Oh, shout her. Um. Okay. Last and final question. Ready. How do you not get jealous in a relationship? 
To be fair, I'm probably a very jealous person. <laughs> to be fair, I um, need to turn it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just jealous of people in general. And it's like a really bad habit. I'm trying to nip it in the bud and I can't do it. No, it's really, really hard. Even if you have like the most healthy, normal relationship, it is still so hard not to have those feelings of like, self-doubt and I don't even like her present itself in the form of jealousy necessarily it's more yeah. so just like you're oh my god he's, like, he's having yeah. so much fun with these people like is he having that much fun with me mm-hmm. it's just so many seeds of insecurity I think but, for me like I would get insecure but like not other girls because like obviously I trust them and mm-hmm. stuff but like when I this is gonna sound really weird when I was like dating a boy he Probably was like the best. I mean, his best feature was his looks, a thousand percent. Um, and he was six six. All the stuff, and we'd like walk into a restaurant. Like we went to a restaurant on a date once, and we walked in, and I'm not even being dramatic. Like everyone's head like turned, and I was so insecure, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, like I was like, "Wait, no, I understand." Like two people who are six foot and over just walked into this building. Yeah. But I'm like, I am very stressed out that a whole bunch of girls are going to, like, talk to you. And if it wasn't so socially awkward, I would be nervous. Yeah. But I was like, this is a really big, like, insecurity. And so then for me, I had to be like, okay, need to feel like I'm that bitch. I got it yes. together. And then luckily being with Dean, Dean, like, reassures me of that yeah. all the time. Yeah. He's my number one hype man. But... Again, I just think like open communication yeah, is gonna help you not be jealous. Also, I think you're gonna be jealous sometimes, no it's matter gonna, what. It's, like it's, it's just, just it's gonna, yeah, it's just like a part of being. I human. think it definitely just goes back to trust, though. I think is if as yeah. long as that person has shown to you that there's nothing to worry about, mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry. I mean, obviously, no matter what, those feelings will arise in certain situations, yeah. and that's okay. But I just take solace in the fact that that person has proved to you. That they're mm-hmm. not kind of worthy, worthy, worthy yeah. of having you. Yeah. And if they haven't proven it to you and you're still having Leave these doubts, then why? Leave them. <laughs> Red flag. There's so many people in the world. Go on Tinder, put your location in Australia. Find yes. Australia oh my now. Good night. Oh my God. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like, the accent. The accent's really the, Oh my god, the accent. Wait, even just influencers that I follow. The girls, so we're like, so many Australians. Australians. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they have a chokehold on me. I love Australians. I love Australians. <laughs> we're Canadians, truly. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. How kind. <laughs> but, like, also, like, it sounds really weird, but, like, if someone's like trying to hit on Dean or like whatever it is, like I'm kind of like, okay, fuck yeah, no, yeah, he's hot, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, my boyfriend's hot. I'm like, you yeah, him. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sick. So I got a really hot boy. Yeah. People love Look him. Look at you, like, ladies. You know? Yeah, I love it. It's great. I don't know if that answers the question no, at I all. Know I don't think it does. Anyways, wine has has a heavy hold over me right now. Does it really? It does heavy, moderate. Moderate to heavy. <laughs> You're like, um, actually, light buzz. This might even still be like recurrent. I might just be on a high. This would be really fun. Oh my god, see, I knew we were nervous. I know. Never mind. I, I have been talking to Brie for so long about having my own podcast. I just don't know what I would she like to say. Like, could you, you what you would say? Listen to me, though. If you're sitting by yourself 
in it's your awkward. Home. It's awkward. Talking to into a microphone, like it just takes a certain level of courage that I could only have if wine is involved. So maybe I just make a podcast based off of wine. I was gonna say that's what Kayla Brixton did. Oh, what a what a queen! What a queen! I do have right. like I picked whatever uh, platform you reserve podcast names on. I yeah. I think we haven't recorded a single thing, so maybe we should. Maybe we should record it first on this weekend. I think we need some money. Okay, maybe we'll just get shit faced and then, like, in an hour, we'll record another one. So, um, if you see the description of this podcast, you see Sarah's podcast episode. If you see it, just be proud of me. Okay, it took a lot of time. Now that we decided to actually bite the bullet and she has a whole podcast. Oh, man. If not, like, maybe in a year from now. Oh my god, no, that's <laughs> But those are all the questions that we have. Sarah's wine glass is now empty. Um, we had a great time being together last like weekend. I don't know. It either <laughs> is or it isn't. We don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you guys love this episode. HC is launching our new collection at the end of March, early April. We don't really know yet. We're, um, yeah, there's some things we're trying to figure out. Good old shipping. You know, you know, the, the usual. I think we should name this episode, like, Get Wine Drunk With Us. Slash girls. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's good. I hope, if you've been listening, I hope you have a glass of wine in your hand. <laughs> Please do. It's Monday morning at 7 a.m. <laughs> you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.